All right, all right. Hello, everybody. Yaya here, Kim, whatever you want to call me, local rabbi and minister from Sacred Elohim, Diamond Light and Pearl Ministries. I'm kind of excited this evening. We are going to talk about prophecy. Not exactly things that I normally do. I'm not going to release uh, prophetic words or anything. But we are going about talking about the Bible and signs in the Bible and in the heavens. So we are going to start tonight with a little bit of analogy. Uh, it'll be uh, Marilyn Hickey, uh, one of her books. So we will be discussing certain cosmic attributes. So now I have read a book put out by another man. I don't have it here. I'll have to buy it, but I read it online um, that was talking about the solar eclipses and the lunar eclipses, what they mean. A solar eclipse, the judgment on the nations, a lunar eclipse, which is the casting of shadows or a blood moon, is a warning to Israel. Now, we know that. We're touching on that. And this is where we're going to start with our lesson. Now, I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's predicting the future because it's not. I'm not using that. I'm just using common sense. Why God's name is in the stars is what we will be touching on. Um, um, let's see. I want to look up what she says about moon, sun and moon. Blood moon. Here we go. 17. She touches on blood moons. Um, in the later part of the feast in Pentecost, the first three feasts in March, April, and Pentecost is in May or June, depending, the priest shall have, and she talks about, this is talking in Leviticus, uh, the priest shall wave them with bread of the first fruits and wave offering to the Lord, which with two lambs, and they shall be holy unto the Lord for the priest, and you shall proclaim to all that same day that it is holy convocation to you. You shall do no customary work on that day. It shall be a statute forever in all your dwellings throughout your generation. So Pentecost celebrates the harvest time. Look at the in integrating of souls at Pentecost in Acts 2. Now we come to the fall feast, the Feast of Trumpets, which has to do with the return of Jesus occurring in September or October on the Feast of Trumpets. The shofar is blown 100 times. So remember that. It's not a regular trumpet. It's a shofar. She goes on to say, the last of these 100 sounds is known as the last trump. So there's 100 blows per trumpet. And the last one of the hundred is, is the shout out. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of an archangel and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. This is First Thessalonians 4.16. It implies an alarm. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall waken. Some to everlasting life and some to everlasting contempt. And that's in Daniel 12, 2. It appears that the day of judgment, God will hide those who are his. The second feast is Yom Kippur, which is the national day of atonement. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, speak to the children of Israel, saying, in the seventh month, the first day of the month, you shall have a Sabbath rest, a memorial of blowing of trumpets of a holy convocation. That's in Leviticus 23, 23 and 24. This feast is... is uh, to remind the people to repent of their sins and remind them of God's mercy. The Jews read in, Gen in Genesis 22, the binding of Isaac, the feast of Yom Kippur, was to take away sins. It was on the tenth day of the seventh month. It was also a day of vengeance of the Lord's enemies. It was the date to remove the veil, the removing of the veil, and also the and all the faces of the relationship with God. And in Leviticus 20 through 40, 
one, we see the Feast of Trumpets. All males are required to attend this feast. God has always wanted to dwell among his people. The first Jewish place of worship was called the Tabernacle. Um, this first Jewish place of worship was called the Tabernacle, as we touched on. This feast was a time of joy. The feast lasted seven days, and on the eighth day, the prayer for rain. They prayed for rain, and it, it's in Isaiah 2, 1 through 5. It says, The word of Isaiah, the son of Amos, uh, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the hill and shall be exalted above the hills, and all nations shall flow to it. Many people shall come and say, Come, and let us go to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He, with te he will teach us his ways, and we shall walk in his path. For out of Zion shall go forth the law, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and rebuke many people. He shall bear beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Uh, it goes on to say, Nations shall not lift up swords against nation, neither shall they learn more anymore. O house of Jacob, come and let us walk in the light of the Lord. And that's Isaiah 2, 1 through 3. Um, it says, this study helps us understand the signs of the heavens. So lunar eclipses fall on feast days, which I believe have great significance. The lunar eclipses on the feast days are the heavens speaking to us. There are an eclipse in Acts 2. There was an eclipse in Acts 2. There was a total lunar eclipse on Passover in the year 32 AD on Christ's crucifixion, which coincided with the crucifixion on September the 13th of 2015. A solar eclipse occurs on the Feast of Trumpets. Ouch. So, on September the 15th, 13th of 2015, there was a solar eclipse that happened. I've got it marked on my calendar, so we're talking about that. Um, a solar eclipse occurred on the Feast of Trumpets. This day and sign in the heaven tells us the story of Jesus, the super Blood moon fell on the Feast of Trumpets in 2015. This blood moon always, always has historical events that happen on these days. Could the rapture happen in our day? I am not certain. However, what I am totally certain about is that Jesus is in your heart. Get ready to change clothes, whether the rapture or by death. So... Uh, she was talking about there was four total uh, lunar eclipses, and there was a solar eclipse in March and April. Uh, she had September, actually. But there was one before that in 2015. Um, and again, I've got it marked on my thing. There was two total. You had one in March on Nissan, March the 20th of 2015. And then there was another one over Jerusalem. And then after that, the Star of Bethlehem. Now, I have a chart that charts out these eclipses and events that happen. Now, I'm not saying this is leading to the rapture of the church or the rapture of the Father's people. I'm just saying they are events and signs that we will be going over. So the first one was April the 15th on October the 8th. Prior to that, they, that was on 2014. There was two lunar eclipses on April the 15th and October the 8th. Uh, then you had one on a lunar eclipse on, on 2015 on April the 14th and one on September the 28th. In between those, there was a lunar, two lunar eclipses, uh, one on the 15th, which I don't have marked in September which I will mark. Which was a solar. And it was September the 15th of 2015. Okay. And here's how it goes. Um, the chart which I will provide has these things going on right now. In 2014, 
there was a lunar eclipse on the 15th and another one in October, both over Israel. Uh, then you had one in 2015, which there was a solar eclipse, at, or should I say a lunar eclipse in April. Then you had a, before that, there was a solar eclipse in March. In between these two triad, um, you had an eclipse on Nissan 1 on March the 20th of 2015. Then April the 15th, 4th was an eclipse. Then there was another solar eclipse in between those two on April the 15th of 2015. And then September of the same year, just two days later, another lunar eclipse, a super moon over Israel. And then on June the 20th, there was a conjunction of Saturn, I believe, and Jupiter, which formed the star of Bethlehem. Okay, now, and we'll read something out of her book, which is about Virgo. So, she basically uh, reiterates here that Virgo represents the virgin who gives birth to Jesus. Um, and it talks about other star patterns around it. Coma being the woman, Virgo being the virgin, uh, Boots being Jesus, and so forth and so on. Um, and it talks about in Haggai and then in Malachi, those verses, Peter, First Peter 1, the shepherd being Jesus, and then John. Uh, I'm not going to read that or elaborate it. It's quite long. Uh, but basically, it's talking about the star... The star patterns we're looking at that these events happen around is Saturius, Virgo, Coma, and Boots. Boots representing the shepherd, Coma representing the mother carrying the child, and then Virgo being the virgin. Um, and it talks about the whole analogy of signs in the heavens. So now we're going to touch on an event that happened in August the 21st on Teshuva Baot um, or Teshiva, which was the feast of the new year of the trees prior which today I believe let me check uh, get my, I'll find out what today is what day it falls yeah. Not worried about that. Uh, hello. Two Shavat off, or two Bishatvat, New Year of the Trees, falls on Shavat, Shavat 15. It's a fall festival, believe it or not. Let's see. It's not what I'm looking for. I just need a date. Okay, that hasn't fell yet. But uh, this fell on the 21st, so we need to find out what the 21st was. So let's go back and look what August the 21st was. It was EO1. So let's find out what EO1 falls on this year. Ah, here we go. So we are on the 22nd. EO1 falls on. <sighs> what does it say? 
eel September eel on the 22nd and believe it or not this is eel one this is the 22nd of August so eel one is a Friday it falls on the 21st or the 22nd um, of 5780 uh, we are now in eel so something is going to determine what's going to happen in the next few days we are at the climax of Shmita. so we are right now at eo one <clears throat> going into the new year um and this same sign happened on august the 21st so now we're on the 22nd according to this 2020 and this was 2017 that's nearly two years ago eel 2 eel 1 was yesterday uh yeah 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 was yesterday actually so i'm wrong this is eu2 so we're in the second day eu run which was the head of the beginning of a new year we've got out of uh the off meaning father we're now in eu we're going into the feast of rosh hashanah or the feast of trumpets the beginning of the new year so right now we have already passed a pivotal point which was Eul 1, the beginning of the morning of Eul. So, um, the same star pattern nearly two, three years ago appeared on Eul 21, August the 21st of 2017. It was a great American eclipse. It passed over America. It was in the Paul of Leo. Interesting. There is a scripture in Revelations that talks about the woman in the heavens appearing clothed with the sun, the moon, the stars, giving birth. Now, I'm not saying this is it, but it's very interesting that this sign appeared on this particular day uh, with the eclipse. And then just, just, just a few weeks after that, in September, on the 23rd, we had a star sign, which was on Rosh Hashanah, believe it or not. <clears throat> so August the 21st of 2017 we had a, an eclipse it wasn't a full eclipse in my area but it passed right across America I mean it cut it right in half just like you know out of nowhere now we go 2018 there was a lunar eclipse in Israel on the 27th but we're going back to a particular event after that they <clears throat> the great American eclipse of 20 2017 on August the 21st within probably two to three weeks given my phone again uh, there was a I'll count the exact and we're in that session again with it being the 22nd of Eul. Um, one, two, three, four. About five weeks. About that, the 23rd is right here in the middle. So it was just a right around five weeks that the next great sign happened. And everybody was thinking it was the rapture and nothing took place. I'm not laughing about that, but it was a sign. Um, preluding something what we don't know but Virgo for nearly nine months during that time had Jupiter in retrograde in the thing which it normally does it'll retrograde in Virgo until fall and it sit there for nine months moving back and forth back and forth like it normally does and then all of a sudden you had this perfect alignment you had Leo and its stars plus three other planets. Then you had the sun smack dab below her feet, the moon, and then here sit Jupiter between her legs, which was very interesting. Uh, now, I'm not talking about astrology or uh, the practice of deviltry and whatever, sorcery. I'm talking about astronomy, biblical astronomy. Um, this is a fact that 
you had people that did biblical astronomy, and it's a very good clue in. Now, we just passed Eul. I've not checked this time out, but I'm going to take a break, and we'll be right back because we're talking about the signs in the heavens and what they mean. All right, all right, everybody. So we're back. Um, I'm going to read a scripture. Yeah, find me a book to read. <laughs> it's hard for me to find books sometimes. I've got so much garbage laying everywhere. So we are going to touch basis in Revelation. Um, now, I'm not saying that this star sign was Revelation. A lot of people are speculating, but I'm going to read it anyway, and we will take this with a grain of salt for our study. Um, but I'm talking about signs in the heavens and what they mean, according to this lady's book. I always go in with an open mind. Um, I never judge people for what they say, but I do study and render myself approved with certain things. And here it is. It says, Mother, Child, Dragon, War. A great sign appeared in the heavens, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head was twelve stars. She, being pregnant, cried out in birth pains, in agony of giving birth. And another sign appeared in heaven, in the heavens, a great fiery red dragon that had seven heads and ten horns and seven royal crowns upon her head. And his tail swept away a third of the stars of heaven. It hurled them down to earth. Now the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth. So the that whatever she gave birth, he might devour the child. And she gave birth to a son, a man, child, who is to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And her child was snatched away to God, to his throne. Then the woman fled into the wilderness, where she has a place prepared by God for her, for to care for her for 1,260 days. A war broke out in heaven, and Michael, Micaiah, and his, her or him, we don't know, it's, it just says his angels make war against the dragon. The dragon and his angels fought, but they were not strong enough, and there was no longer any place for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down, the ancient of serpents, called Satan the devil, who deceived the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth, and the angels were thrown down with him. Then he heard a loud voice in heaven saying, how have come the salvation and the power of the kingdom of our God and the authority of his anointed one for the accuser of our brethren and sisters, the one who accused them before our God day and night have been thrown down. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives even in the face of death. Therefore rejoice, O heaven, and, your, and who dwell in them, Woe to the earth and the seas, for the devil hath come down to you with great rage, knowing that he has a short time. And it talks on about the dragon, and, and, and the woman was given great eagle's wings. Now, uh, I'm not saying that this sign was it, but uh, it was very interesting that this particular thing a very rare occurrence the last time it was seen was seven thousand years ago when adam and eve sinned uh, and sin entered the world um and here we are in 2017 in september on the 23rd and 24th and 25th the three days right around rosh hashanah this sign appears on a holiday for all to see now i'm not saying god was saying something i'm not using it to determine his coming but there was a lot of people saying that he was going to come here and come there and this way and that way i'm not one to judge i'm just open-minded and i want my 
listeners to be open-minded to things. I'm not using this to make prophecy. I'm just making a point, collating things that happened in the Bible to things that showed in the heavens. Because God says the sun, the moon, and stars are for times, signs, and seasons. Remember that. So this appeared just shortly after the Great American Eclipse of 20. 17. It was in September the 23rd, 24th, 25th. She had the moon under her feet. Uh, crowd of 12 stars. It was three planets with, I believe, 9, 10, 11, 12, uh, nine other stars that was in Leo. Okay. And then you had Virgo. She had the sun at her shoulder. She had the moon at her feet. And then right here underneath, in between her legs, was... Jupiter, which is the king planet. Um, and of course, I know in he Hebrew school that I'm learning that your planets represent different uh, aspects of God or aspects of evil or aspects of whatever. So here we are now. Uh, we're in August. Uh, it's the 20, 21st happened yesterday. EU1 passes. Interesting. EU1 passes. So now we're going to go to 2018. There was another lunar eclipse that happened over Israel July the 27th of 2018. Interesting. And then 2019. Exactly two years after Trump's inauguration on January the 20th of 2019, Another moon showed over America, a lunar, on the very day that he signed the abortion bill, which coincided quite well. Um, now, here we are in 2020, uh, and we've had four, what they call strawberry, another tetrad, which is rare to have a tetrad, a tetrad within... A five or six year period, seven year period. This time, simultaneously, boom, 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 one after another. You had January the 9th and 10th. Your first blood moon was over in Israel. It was very light. It was what they call a silver strawberry moon. In other words, it had a slight gray hue because it was in the pre Um And shortly after that, here come Corona. Hmm, interesting. Within just a few weeks, we were in lockdown in March, and we went from March, April, into May. Now, we had another moon um, that was a lunar moon that was over another country on June the 5th and 6th, and then all of a sudden... Um, things break out. June the 21st of 2020, war, uh, a war eclipse. Right now, Israel's intentions over land. Um, they have been, and then we also had the riots started, uh, and they're still continuing. Um, they've not stopped. Um, and then July the 4th and 5th, the intensity of the, uh, how would you say, um, the things going on here in the States after that, the riots, killing, you name it, it's not stopped. Um, but nothing really happened on Independence Day, I mean, as far as that goes. But this showed. And then July, on the same time, July the 4th and 5th, there was another sign with that that appeared in Gemini. Now, Gemini represents twins. It also represents the nation of Israel. Um, it represents, in this book here, she alludes Gemini. Let me find out here what she alludes to.
Okay, Gemini, 89. Here we go. Gemini represents the heavenly union or the twins. Uh, it represents the marriage supper, the union of the church and Christ, according to her. Uh, around it, it has Lepus, which is a rabbit, Canis Minor, which is a dog, and Canis Major, um, large dog, small dog. She goes in and explaining what it represents in Revelation, the Bride of Christ. Revelation 19.14, it talks about it. And the armies of heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him with, with on their war horses. Revelation 12.2 confirms the redemption of with harps. Um, she's just talking about Zechariah 14.3 and 5b. She talks about Hebrews. She gives verses alluding to everything, talking about what it represents. But I find it interesting that this sign shows up the same time on 4th of July. Uh, it had a planetary alignment of all the planets, including Earth, lined in it, um, which was interesting. I've I seen it on Stellarium. Now, I'm going to stop there, and we won't go any further on that. So we have covered events in the heavens that has had a, happened up to this point and things that have happened on the earth so far. Um, I'm not saying that these are things that God's warning about, but I find it very interesting that they align out to what events are happening now. And I did chart these. Um, and we are now going into the fall of 2020. What's going to happen? There hasn't been much movement so far. Um, we got one more big solar or lunar eclipse coming up in November on the 29th and 30th, right just shortly after the middle of the presidential elections. Um, what does it mean? I don't know. I'm not going to say it means civil war or anything like that. I'm not going to say America's going to come to an end. I'm not. I'm just saying I find it interesting that all these signs alluded to events that has happened. And in the last four sequences of this year, January, June, and July, there's been something. There has been increase of blood, running water. There has been recently locusts and then we have this pandemic so i think god is warning us but i don't think it's harbingers of things to come i think it's a prelude giving us a taste maybe i'm not saying for sure because i'm not going to make predictions i do know the bible and revelations and other parts of the bible talk about the end times and people have been saying oh it's this oh it's that i know saying it is i'm just saying a lot a lot of this is preludes to things to come i'm saying he's sending warning signs in the heavens there's been deaths on earth there's been massive plagues now we got this so i'm saying god is warning um god is warning us about these things i mean they could be warnings i'm not saying i just find it interesting that through this whole thing i've been following it and i've been charting everything that has happened there's been moons blood moons signs in the heavens god saying something and it is definitely something that we need to pay attention to um because if we don't, what's going to happen? He could come like a thief in the night. We we need to be prepared and ready. I know there's going to be dark times ahead for us. So we have to be aware of this. Um, that's why the next book I got talks about the pr prophetic community. Um, I'm bringing those two together uh, as a study. And we will be talking the next couple weeks about them. Um, there are other star signs that happen later 
in the cycle. I'm not going to talk about them. I'm just talking about the current. We did have an asteroid just recently pass within so many miles of the Earth. Almost hit the Earth on August um, August the 21st, which was yesterday. But it missed us. So that's a good thing. But it's a warning. A very real warning that we need to heed. Um, that if we don't pay attention to the Father's will, we're going to be judged. Um, I'm not saying that he's not good to forgive, but I'm also saying there is preludes to things to come, and we better expect him. So I'm going to take a 10-minute break here and be right back. Alrighty, alrighty, welcome back to Night of Prophecy. Not necessarily actually making a prediction, but I'm reading from other sources. So tonight we're going to read the book of Gad. Uh, this is the first chapter, the vision, the first vision of Gad. It happened in 2923 AM at 102 BC. In the third year of King David's reign, in Jerusalem, which is the 38th year of David's reign. The word of the Lord came to Gad the seer in the month of Iyar, near the stream of the Kidron Valley, saying, okay, the cry, uh, too, it says, Thus saith the Lord, go to be courage, courageous, and stand in the midst of the stream, and cry in a great voice, tarry and hasten, tarry and hasten, Terry and hasten, for there is still a vision for the son of Jesse. And during the cry, face, e face the east gate on the east side of the city and stretch forth your hand towards heaven. And I did exactly what I had been commanded to do. And it says a vision of the donkey and the camel. Now, this is interesting. This is not mentioned in our actual chronicle text. Yet it mentions about Gad the seer. And it says that it came to pass, okay, to pass, when I finished crying out, I opened my eyes and saw a yoke of oxen led by a donkey and a camel coming up the Kidron stream, the donkey on the right side and the yoke of the yoke and the camel on the left side. Now he goes on to talk about the four mixtures and a great voice like a roll of thunder was following them, crying with a bitter voice. Seer, seer, seer. There are four mixtures that have confused the people of the Lord, for the impurities and the pure have been mixed. And the impurity took control over the purity, and the mixture from the seer Edmont, or Edom, to rule over them, to increase power over and betray the righteous doer, to destroy the holiness, to crown the wicked, to set up impure matters in the disguise of purity. So it's basically talking about Edom here. And there's several alludes in our text about Edom and what would go on. Um, now, I'm not saying this ties into Revelations, but there's some things mentioned in Revelations about things that went on at the end times. But you're going to find this very interesting as we go on. Now listen to this. The moon kingdom. And after the voice, a great quake occurred that shook over the impures, impurity and blew the donkey and the camel into the moon with a stormy wind. And the moon was opened and looked like a bow, a semicircle, and both her points reached towards the ground. Now, you think of this. This is a vision nearly 6,000 years ago Gad had during the time of David. He talks about a moon kingdom. Uh, what do we currently have in the modern society? That's right, Islam. Currently, we have a form of Islam called Wahhabism, and it's under a moonbow. 
is talking about Baal or a moon god, and her points are reaching towards the ground. It's talking about a mosque on the monument. So think about that. The vision of God. And lo, the sun came out of the heavens in the shape of a man with a crown on his head, carrying over his right shoulder a lamb, despised and rejected. Beep. Okay, go back to the New Testament. Jesus was the lamb for the whole world, the Messiah, the Messiah. And it says, on this crown, on his head, where three shepherds are seen, shackled with 12 shackles, and these shackles of gold plated with silver. 12 shackles of gold. What did Jesus have when he done his ministry here? He had 12 disciples that followed him everywhere he went. That's what a shackle was like a chain plated with silver, meaning redemption. In Hebrew text, silver means redemption, gold means purity. Then it goes on, the Messiah's death, and the voice of the lamb was heard, great and dreadful, like the voice of a lion roaring over his prey. Woe unto me, woe unto me, woe unto me. My image, Messiah, has been diminished. My refuge has been lost. My lot and destiny has turned me over to my spoilers and i will defy be was defiled until evening by the touch of the impurities so this is talking about the crucifixion here it's talking about him being on the cross and taking our sins that's what the impurities are is our sins so gad calls it impurities the messiah's heart and, and it came to pass, when the voice of the Lamb ceased speaking, lo, a man dressed in linen came to the three vine branches and twelve palms in his hand. And he took the Lamb with the hand of the sun and put the crown on his head and the branches and palms on his heart. And the man dressed in linen cried like a ram's horn, saying, what are you doing here, impurities? And how did you get here, impurities, that you have carved yourself a place to combine impurities with my covenant that I have set with the vine branches and palms? Question. Okay, God judges judgment on the impurities. And I heard the lamb shepherd say, there is a place with me for the pure for the pure, but not the impure, for I am a holy God, okay, and I do not want the impure, I only want the pure, and even though I created them both, my eyes are equally on them both, but there is an advantage to the abundance of the purity over the abundance of the impurity, just as there is an advantage of man over the shadows. For the shadows do not exist without man, and only by man's existence is the shadows given to the tired and exhausted. This, he says, applies in the same way to the pure and impure. And for all gates of the intelligence are turned around since the death of the eight, eight branches of the vine. As it is found in the word of the righteous, in the true book, talking about our word we have, but because of the wanderings of the sheep, they rest and division. Divisions. Intelligence is stopped up until I go, I do greatly in keeping grace. So this is talking about the Bible we currently read, it calls it the true book. Um, and it's talking about the wandering of his congregation, both Jews and Gentiles. Um, the Messianic kingdom. This is what I want heard. I saw the impurity was driven from the moon and was given over to the consumption of wrath ground into fine dust and blown away by the daily wind and the day burns as a furnace to remove the impure ah uh, okay and to cease the transgressions and the lamb was put on the moon forever and ever oh and the lamb took from the pure the impurities that had been mixed with them and brought it as a peace offering 
or sacrifice to the altar before El Shaddai. Jealous Lord of hosts, that's what it means in Hebrew. The Song of the Redeemed. And I heard those singing the Song of the Lamb, saying, I shall go, or I shall give thanks to you, O Adonai, for thou, though you were angry with me, you forgave me. For the Lord is my strength and song, and he is become my redeemer. And I will sing unto Adonai, for he is highly exalted. He has thrown the horses and his riders into the sea of reeds. Arise, intelligent intelligence. Arise, power. Arise, kingship. Arise, majesty and glory. Arise, help the Adonai. For Yahuwah has saved one who has taken away and obliterated the impurities from the earth. He fought my fight and brought it into the light, my righteousness by his help. My help cometh from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. And that he gives a quote of Psalms 121.2. Truly, who is like unto you, glorious in holy, but not in impurity? For you are great over all, raised over all. You spoke and acted, for you declared the end from the beginning, and you sealed everything by your word and turned my heart and convicted me. For your seal is upon me, my Lord, and these are the three branches and the twelve palms that are on my heart. You glorified me, you erase the vanity of fear, fearing man, and you give me a pure heart forever, for that I will praise you at all times, and thank you among the nations, for you have greatly redeemed me from my king king and showed favor to the messiah or messiah's david's seed forever and ever and we'll continue and it says god and his son and i heard a voice cry from heaven saying you are my son you are my firstborn you are my first fruit haven't i brought you up from the brooks of the egypt wholeheartedly to be my da daily delight, but you have put my gifts and dressed up my impure for with the pure, and that is why all these things have happened to you. Interesting. And it goes on to say, And who is like unto you among all the creatures of the earth? For they live in your shadow, and by your wounds they are healed. For that consider well that which is before you because you have fulfilled the word of the shepherd all the days of your life all the days you have been in the sun you did not leave them therefore all this honor shall be yours okay and then here's the last verse and i gad the son of amalek of the zabel family of the tribe of judah son of israel was amazed by this vision and could not settle my spirit. So basically he's saying here he's seen this vision as a seer and that he could not settle his spirit on this vision. This comes out of the Teflon. Um, part of it comes out of our Bible, as you've seen. But it, it was a vision written by Gad in the Teflon. Um, I have other books that I'm translated, that are being translated that I can get. Um, it's amazing to see that these books were not included in the Holy Scriptures because they were not known to exist, but yet they allude to prophecy, uh, especially talking about the Moon Kingdom. Uh, we are currently in an age that shows Islam as a predominant theme, and it names it coming out of Edom which is interesting um, as we go along and read this which I'm going to do another recording I'm going to finish this one up we got one more maybe five minute interval I'll read a little more but as we go along we're going to see what this seer seeing and what it explains in Revelation and what he's actually alluding to it's quite amazing um, 
for nearly 2,000 years, we thought that the things that are taking place was not the beginning. But according to this, we're only in the beginnings. We're not anywhere near what they think. But I'm not going to say it's right or wrong. But I do know Gad, this, Gad was one of 17 prophets that David used from the Lord. They were his own personal nuances. Uh, we're also going to see verses that tie into Psalms that were prophetic. Um, it's amazing. And I'm only touching the surface here. But we will be going through this. And then I'm going to do a section on Yehu, the son of Hanai, the annals. Um, and what's happening now with Trump matches exactly to the son of Hanai. Um, it's amazing um, when you think about it. There's also a prophecy alluded out of the Bible that ties to Hanai, which I've got it all written here and typed out that I can read it. But it's amazing. Um, the things that people overlook that's right in front of their noses and they don't see it. Um, it's amazing. Just totally amazing. So we'll cut off here. And we'll do one more recording, and then I'm going to do a second recording behind this. We're going to cover the whole book of Gad, um, 14 chapters, in the next couple days. And then I will have a discussion at the end of it and give my opinion. Um, and then we'll have a prayer. Uh, but I want you to have an open mind, because so many people are just stuck on the regular word we use to interpret but the Father gives other things that interpret to give easier understanding. So we're going to look at that, and I'll be back in a minute.